0: what's up everybody welcome to movemel podcast episode 39 39 I'm your host Ryan just gonna wait a few minutes for uh, people to join Matt to join and uh, yeah hope everybody's doing well we got a big episode tonight we're gonna be talking venom let there be carnage slash venom 2 uh, I know it just came out today but we're gonna do a spoiler filled kind of review discussion on that. And what if episode eight, which uh, was on Wednesday? So if you haven't watched either of those, be prepared because there will be spoilers on both. So be prepared. We will be spoiling both what if episode eight and Venom Two. Let there be carnage. And here's Matthew right now.
1: What's up, buddy? Hey, man. How's it going? How's it going? Yeah, I'm technically technically on vacation, which is great. Yeah, you are. But I, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to go and work because I had didn't finish my work. So I gotta still finish. Stay. You're workaholic. You gotta stop. I don't want to work. I just don't have an option. I have to get it done. Fair my enough, inability, enough, to, enough. my inability to complete my job this week will lose my store's money so I had an interesting week I don't know if I said it last week on the pod but I had to um, find a bunch of pumpkin pies for the stores like on super last minute did I tell you that last year last week no you didn't so yeah so like so anybody who doesn't know I work in the grocery industry we both work in the grocery industry I work at head office and I work in the bakery and uh, all of our pre-booked pumpkin pies arrived at our vendor's warehouse completely thawed and crushed The truck truck driver who brought it across from the States uh, turned his reefer off at the border for 48 hours. (laughs) So it seems like a smart thing to do. $15,000 in losses. Jesus. Yep. Not good.
0: So did, did the driver not understand that he was carrying pie?
1: So all they needless can do to, is laugh. So needless to say, it's pretty hard to find fifteen thousand dollars worth of pie for Thanksgiving during a labor a huge labor and uh ingredient shortage yeah. with like two weeks before Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say about eleven days, yeah. So like I think we had booked like, I don't know, somewhere like a thousand and something cases. And I found something yes. I could make like 25 percent and i'm like okay i guess we don't have pumpkin pie for thanksgiving great but i'm at the point now where you know I'm what like, a thanksgiving
0: sucks i'm gonna say it b <laughs> pumpkin pie
1: sucks this is probably See, pie sucks in general uh, i don't agree with you but it's funny because a lot of people don't understand what we're talking about really because I'll, i bet you a lot of people here are american and they have thanksgiving later so it's probably oh, yeah. weird well, for them to be like you got lots of time still
0: Nah. <laughs> Canadian Thanksgiving is, what, October 11th, I think.
1: Yeah, this year. I think it dances around a bit, but yes, usually it's, it is around. The that, second yeah. week of October. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we have a lot to talk about tonight.
0: We have so much to talk about, and it's your last episode for a few weeks, so...
1: It's my last episode. We've got to cover weeks. everything. If you do a live, I might be able to come in and chat. I just don't really... I won't be able to, like because I talk really loud so it's like yeah
0: yeah, no I get it yeah Yeah. um yeah I don't know what I'm doing yet because I was gonna pre-record something and then that we didn't do that and my friends are busy for Thanksgiving weekend so Mm. I haven't really decided what I'm doing yet I'll figure something out but we won't miss an episode if I have to do it alone I'll do it alone if I have to you know, just make my dog dance on camera for 25 minutes, like...
1: often oh, again, shuffle. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. then uh, that's what I'll be doing. I I don't know yet, but we'll figure something out, and I won't miss an episode, so... I would like to do a... James Bond. James Bond Um, spoiler chat next week, but it's a three-hour-long movie, and if I can fit that in Friday night, I don't know, and like I said, everybody's busy, so I might have to go see it by myself, and that's hard to do a... Spoiler discussion by yourself. I don't know. Yeah, we'll
1: see. That's fair. I won't be seeing James Bond, so uh, if anyone's excited to hear that, it will be without me for sure.
0: <laughs> well, there is literally a movie I want to see every week. I think until like mid-November. So, oh, nice. That's kind of nice. Yeah, like Halloween comes out after Bonds. Dune comes out the
1: following week. I want to see Dune for sure.
0: Then internals is, like, right there, too. Um, yeah, there's a lot. I don't
1: know. So, we'll see. Nice. Nice. Well, let's jump into it.
0: What do you want is to start it? with? What if or uh, Venom? Oh, yeah. That's... It's so good, dude. You did For such no a good great, job.
1: Eh? Yeah, man. I got the little fun answer on the back, too. It's yeah, good. I love it. You I did even did his job. tats. I even did his tats on his wrist.
0: Yeah, I've seen that. That is really, really cool. The detail's awesome,
1: yeah, I really like it. It turned out go good. I got I can't wait to see so If anybody time.
0: has uh you know Mark Hoppus' uh, contact information that you yeah. can give
1: to Matt. Yeah, you know? that'd be great. Just send it on. Or another. just
0: you know, in the comments below when I post this, just put, you know, at Mark Hoppus, hey yo, reach out, you
1: know? I had a few people but, do that this week in hopes, but Yeah. We'll see. We'll that'd be see. cool. That would be cool. Yeah, dude. I agree. I got uh, this this week. <laughs> Lost, and Found. Oh, nice. Minus the Bear. Is that They make beer commercials? No, that's,
0: that's uh, Infinity Overhead, Omni, Mid- which is my favorite album, which yes. I could not get forever, and then their B-side album, Lost, Loves. Mm. Very cool. Um, yeah. They did uh, a, you're, they you're did a minus, bundle.
1: You're wearing a Minus the Bear shirt, too. Did that come with
0: it? Yeah, they did a bundle with three albums and three t-shirts, and it was the three albums I was missing perfect how is that I don't know why I, I'm i on the Truman Show apparently is, where they knew exactly what I needed
1: what does something like that cost you
0: uh, I think it was 150 bucks
1: no, that's not bad three shirts three, three albums ones.
0: and three shirts hmm, that's I'm okay good. with that
1: yeah 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 that's good so fucking hey man what did you watch we can do a quick what did you watch I didn't watch a lot this week so I was busy the
0: only thing I really want to pimp out is uh, the show Midnight Mass that I started last week and finished yes, it it great um after the last podcast it's absolutely phenomenal mm-hmm. i can't recommend it enough um i've been thinking about it all week like it's it's just really really good don't right. don't read up on it don't like you know find better a plot somewhere lines. or anything like that because there's some some surprises within the show that like is definitely better not ruined okay. um it's only seven episodes it's an, <clears> I think, an hour each episode but
1: only seven episodes, one season. There's not going to be a second season or anything like that. So nice, nice. Yeah, that's cool. Really, really good. Um, I didn't watch anything, I don't think. Perfect. I just watched my weekly episodes of Reservation Dogs and uh, Only Murders in the Hotel or whatever the fuck it's called. It's got the stupidest yeah. name, but pretty fun. Yeah, show. it's a really bad name. Yeah, it's terrible, but it's a good show. It's a really good show. It's starting to get, yeah, I'll, good. I'll definitely watch it at some incredible. point. I just been eventually Um, but yeah we do have a lot to talk about so we should just dump right into it I think I thought we should maybe start with what if just because it's it's kind of what we've been doing and then anybody who hasn't seen venom you know they can step away or to be honest with you guys you don't have to step away you're not gonna miss anything we could ruin the whole movie for you and it's not gonna really make it better so sorry
0: it's exactly (laughs) what you expect
1: so this is what we'll say we'll say if you wanna listen to us shit talk venom for 45 minutes stick around because it is 100% (laughs) happening (laughs) oh yeah um i was texting ryan during the movie and i was like this is fucking garbage
0: <laughs> i don't understand how some of these websites gave it like positive
1: reviews I know. you I, know what this is a this is it though man it's like if you liked venom one i think this, Venom was a way better film than this I, I do too but i'm saying if you like venom one you shouldn't really have a ton of problems with this because it's basically just venom one all the bad things about venom one like magnified which i know some people like so that's that's fine you're entitled sure. to your opinion but it's sure. like that to me that's what it was it's like everything that drove me crazy about venom in venom one yeah was like 10 times more loud this time and then it's like all the stuff that was cool about venom in the first one was like diminished this time yeah and i was like hmm they kind of went the other way but yeah <laughs> i agree with you but we could start right there, but we should stop because we'll get into the good... The savior We'll get into of the, it after What If. We'll get um, into the Savior of the week first.
0: Yes. What <laughs> If episode 8. Um, so, spoilers if you haven't watched What If episode 8, but we're going to dive into the full episode. Um, I loved it. I think it's the best episode by far of the season.
1: Yeah. Well, in fairness, it kind of had something to take away from last week, too, right? So that, that kind of gives it a boost yeah. for both of us, I think. We both spent the last couple weeks talking about our Dislike for how it um, doesn't really have any like long-standing effects. You just you you just get to know the characters and then that's it, right? So, well, not just that, but it's exactly what we were talking
0: about. How it had to tie into the MCU some way. It had to be a cohesive storyline at some point of all these cliffhangers they were building towards. Yeah, um, and it had to have some kind of like actual conclusive mm-hmm. end to these to the series, and it built. Towards all of that, like, yeah, um, it was awesome, it, and I, I'm very, very curious how it carries into the rest of the MCU. Like, I, I hope that we get a live action version of um, the Watcher or whatever.
1: Like, I think it was awesome. Yeah, that whole thing with Watcher and uh, and Ultron. So we should. So the, the the episode this week for if we're spoiling it for anybody, which I'm sure there are people who come here to get spoiled, maybe not fully intentionally, but sure. Um, sure. <laughs> But yeah, this week's was what if Ultron won, Age of Ultron, or whatever, right? I don't know if that's the exact thing. Well, it was basically a continuation of
0: last week where Ultron basically becomes like the Infinity Gauntlet.
1: Yeah. Um, But this is the episode where we actually got to see that all play out, right? Last last week we just saw a threat. This week we get a story about that threat.
0: Yeah, it, it was, if Ultron won the, or won the uh, Age of Ultron, like, Avengers 2 movie, but also if it carried on into, you know, the Infinity Gauntlet and, yeah. and Infinity War and how that would change the universe and everything like that, but it also broke, you know, the the fourth wall where, you know, we're, we're getting into multiversal stuff, we're, we're getting the Watcher as an actual character within the episode rather than just... I know the voiceover, you know, intro type thing where all of a sudden he's now an actual live character fighting Ultron at points like, um, the, the story mostly revolved around Hawkeye and uh, Black Widow, but Mm -hmm. it, it was really, really well done. Like outside of, again, I think the, the voice acting is kind of hit and miss in parts, but, um, yeah, it, it, it's it's great to see this actually carry on into the MCU. Like, I can't wait to see how this ends, and what ramifications will come of it. Me too. Maybe the Eternals or or uh, Doctor Strange too.
1: Kara says cool things in the background. Thanks. This is my collection. They are cool um, Yeah, you know what? Honestly, man, like I thought. All, that version of Ultron was awesome. Was like so fucking cool, and I thought, um, I, I don't know. I thought the voice acting was okay. I, I actually quite like the person who's playing Black Widow. I'm not sure who that is, but kinda, I like it. It works for me. I also, it like was actually
0: person, a feel done better than uh, Hawkeye was,
1: which is weird because Hawkeye was actually um, Jeremy Renner. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy Renner. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did like that we got to see uh, the early version of Hawkeye Endgame haircut. Yep. <laughs> kind of got like the big fluffy thing on the top. We just don't have it like the rat tail down the back, which is kind of yep. good, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I thought the that that scene where we were seeing the Watcher like contemplating like do I do I step in do I give right. a hand so they're in they're in like a Hydra base looking for um, or in some kind of a military base looking for a clue to. Um, basically, how to stop Ultron? And their idea is to get that last version of uh, Aaron Zolo or whatever his name is, Arnim Zolo or whatever. Arnim, yeah. Um, and they basically kind of go in and like start chatting with him as like the computer version, you know, like from the movies. And he's like, starts saying like, "Oh, I have this master plan," and they're like, "Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, we know that. We don't have we don't have time for this right now."
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It still had the comedic chops of, like, him thinking he's in control and, and not having a clue of what's
1: going on outside of the, you know, the bunker and everything like that. Hi, Ron! Ron's here! This is my friend Ron. Rano. Hey, what's up, Ron? He's here for Venom Talk. You have to listen to us talk about what if first. Um, that and, like, I, I love,
0: like, basically seeing the world get devastated by nuclear war like, they, the the fact that, like, the Avengers couldn't stop it, they're they're figuring out a way to stop it, and then it's too late, and, like, yeah. Ultron wins is, like, pretty badass. Totally it's not something badass. you ever see in the MCU where the heroes don't win, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. It was cool to see how fast he, how quick of work he made of everyone, too, right? Like, it really showcased yeah. that, because I know a lot of people at the time of Age of Ultron had a huge issue with how Ultron was handled, just because right. he was kind of, like, a throwaway bad guy, right? And it's, like, really, yeah. that's a as a character that has so much potential, you can do so many cool different things with that character, and I do agree he was just, like, a robot bad guy that, like...
0: Well, we're seeing them rectify all the all the bad totally, movies, right? Totally. Like, every single time they, they do a series, it seems like there's a flashback in it to one of the bad MCU movies, and them going, yeah. oh, let's make this cooler, let's make this actually matter. Yeah. Um, we know we fucked this up, let's figure out how we can fix it. They're doing it with, you know, um, Shang-Chi, like, they made... Mand- uh, Trevor, yeah, I, I, I um, the Mandarin just awesome, and, and I don't know. I um, I really liked how it was done. I liked how it was filmed. I liked how it was shot. It looked cool. The animation was cool. Um, it was funny too at parts. Like, I mean, even just like seeing uh, Thanos, you know, step in through the portal and just getting immediately cut in half. I was like, holy shit! Like. It was a two second scene and it, it was it was just cool. It,
1: it looked awesome. Makes you wonder if Vision could have just done that in Infinity War. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a few times where I kinda was like, Oh, like, why didn't Vision do that? And then after the like the whole nuclear fallout thing, I'm like, so how did um, Hawkeye and Black Widow survive that? Yeah. I didn't really understand that aspect of it, but um Obviously, I, I, I mean, I assume that next week is, like, a continuation of this episode again, and, and kind of finalizes yeah. Yeah. whatever arc they're leading towards.
1: I'm pretty sure next week is a uh, a continuation, I'm pretty sure they've said, so.
0: Yeah, so, clearly they're setting up a multiversal thing, which I, I mean, I would not be shocked if, and stop, um, if this was setting up the Eternals in some way, like, yeah, wouldn't maybe. surprise
1: me at all because yeah, that's why the Eternals is. are
0: stepping in is because of all this multiversal shit
1: ah maybe maybe you know the thing is with the multiverse it seems like a lot of these upcoming movies are based around it so there's gonna have to be something that eventually stops that from being a, a thing because that's gonna become just their immediate fallback that fixes everything and I feel like that long term could be exhausting. So I feel sure. like we're gonna have to see multiverse for a bit now, and then they're gonna do something where they kind of close it off or something and stop that. Well, moment. my assumption is after probably Doctor
0: Strange, it will be the end of the multiverse stuff and all the multiverse stuff will be into one universe. Like,
1: yes, they can't carry it on here.
0: for too long. They have to tie all universes in together. Um, yeah, I agree with you. And we'll get, to, we'll get to the Venom thing in a minute, but like clearly they're setting up that these universes are starting to collide. And
1: yeah.
0: Um you know, I, I think that's the smart way to handle it. Like I think that's how you bring in X-Men and Fantastic Four is mm-hmm. use these heroes existed in another universe, and this is how you escape having to do an origin story for characters you already know their origins for. Is you already know what happened to them in the past. You already know how Wolverine is Wolverine, so on and so forth. Yep. We're not gonna we're not gonna give you the origin story of Wolverine for the third time or whatever.
1: They're gonna it.
0: Yes, exactly. Like he's coming in from another universe and here we go. We're already got the ball rolling okay. down the hill. Let's just carry you know on from there. We know what this
1: story is like. We're just gonna yeah. fucking here's Spidey. Here's the X-Men, hopefully. But yeah.
0: That'd be great. Right, be and, fine and then that. you know 10 years from now if you want to do what they did with black widow and have like a prequel movie that explains a little more of the character's background or whatever like that then you can Mm -hmm. do that but let's get the ball rolling first and let's get these these x-men or fantastic four into a movie and skip the 35 minutes of uh, dialogue to introduce them and just get into the movie
1: yeah i agree we can have a vague overview of how they got there and what their powers are and how it's different but yeah Hi, drastic plastic. That's a great name. name. great name. Um, um, but yeah, I really liked this. Uh, this. Uh, this. What if it was fucking really good? And like, I thought the, I thought the fight between Ultron and uh, Watcher was like, it was so good. Do you? And do was you so think we're cool going to get Watcher. Watch- I, think I think we're going to get Watcher. Watch- oh, sorry. Go ahead. In
0: in in a in a movie, like as a live action.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, I I don't really know where that would fit. I feel like that's kind of a big thing to just be like, here's the watcher. But maybe he kind of becomes one of those things that's like a Stan Lee, where you see him in every episode and he doesn't even have to really do anything. He's just kind of in the background, looking kind of thing, right? It would be cool. I'm just thinking if he's
0: breaking the rules now to interfere with what's going on. Like maybe he becomes like a full blown character where
1: oh, totally, it's a
0: possibility. He steps in, like, they can get Jeffrey Wright to actually act as the actor for the, the, for Watcher. And then he's stepping in going like, Hey, I, I, like, you know, let's say Galactus is the next villain or whatever the case may be. I have to step in and help them. And then you got the Eternals and, and the Watch, in Watcher and like, you know, whatever's left of the Avengers at that point. Yeah. Kind of take, I, I mean, over, you know.
1: Maybe he's the character he's playing in this show is very, very much so what he is in the comics. It's he is an observer, but he has stepped in at points where it's something catastrophic could happen. But he's not like supposed Galactus, to, right? By like Galactus. Speaking of Galactus, that imagery of uh, Vision, Ultron. <clears throat> eating that planet, eating Ego, I think it was, right? Yeah, it was Ego. Or whatever? I think. That was yeah, I think very was Galactus. I was just like, damn, that even looks like Galactus with the big thing on the side of the head. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know, I, I cut you crazy. off, I'm sorry. I, I, you were trying to say something before that. But. That's what I was trying to say. That's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. I was going to okay. mention, I, I was going to kick back to when you had said Galactus, and then you just said it again, so it worked. Mm. Mm. That yeah, I was I, completely um, un... un uh, we didn't. We didn't practice that. That's right. It was so smooth. Just a smooth. Why we practice anything here? Come on. <laughs> hey, we practice all the time. Yeah. Red leather, yellow yeah. leather. Red leather, yellow leather.
0: I got a script right here of everything Matt's gonna say. It's, it's all figured out. Matt drinks. Yeah, no. Yeah. I don't have one this week. I'm sorry. I'm drinking a uh, fucking margarita. So. That sounds like a better time if I'm being honest. <laughs> Yeah, well when you work in the grocery industry you need a lot of alcohol. I get it. Um me and I'm very relatable. Yeah, no, it was it was really good. I'm very excited to see how it ends. I'm bummed that we won't be able to talk to it about it next week. I know. That makes me sad. But when you're back, we'll definitely have a full discussion about the last episode of What If and Hopefully
1: it. we'll be able to say um like how much everything ties in because like yeah that's kind of my hope for next week is like you know we just saw him jump from place to place to place in the main timeline and then all of a sudden he's like oh i didn't realize i could go to other timelines there's lots but, of stuff to destroy now so it makes me wonder yeah. if we're going to start seeing him like show up in all of these previous episodes and be like hello here i am and maybe that's going to be the reason why all these heroes unite together and, sure. and you know what are what that team is going to look like though like i'm curious to know like are we going to see i feel like captain Carter is a guarantee I feel like yep. T'Challa, Star Lord is probably a guarantee. Um, yep. You know, what else do you think? Do you think we could maybe get Bro Thor in there too? Maybe Party Thor, Party Thor. I wonder I'm where Gamora what shows else. up too. Wasn't there? What's a, that? There was a picture of Gamora in Thanos armor with the double-bladed dagger. You know the little dagger she has that she balances. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's like a double-bladed version of it. I thought I saw an image of that. I I wonder if that's going to show up next week or where that even would fit in.
0: Yeah, I th- I, th- I feel like there'll be background characters in the episode, in the at minimum. But I think the main like Avengers cast or whatever will probably have what we already said, and then maybe um, Killmonger as Black Panther.
1: Oh yeah, maybe maybe. And Killmonger was kind of the bad guy. I feel I-, I didn't get the vibe of the good guy there. I got very bad guy vibes. So I don't know if he would show up.
0: I don't know. It would be interesting though to see. The, him, and 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 T'Challa talk, right? Ah, like,
1: yeah, that would be cool, and it would be interesting to see. Um, maybe he uses this as a reason to kind of redeem himself. Maybe he realizes sure. like what he's doing is like he has a power that you know he's responsible to like you know do more. Right?
0: Yeah, and then maybe also um, actually seeing fucking um, God, I'm so bad with stuff. The end of the end of that second episode where Black Panther becomes or T'Challa becomes um, um, Star Lord. Star Lord, fucking we see uh like Star Lord or our Star Lord on Earth. Oh like, right, at, like well, right.
1: Whatever happened with that? Nothing. We
0: didn't what, like a Taco Bell or I can't remember what he was. Doing. It was it Like queen. working. At, what's the that? Queen. Uh, dairy. Queen. Yeah. So like maybe <laughs> they bring that back somehow where he's somewhat of a character in this too. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that would make sense. I I'm so interested to see what next week is going to bring, especially if if there's any chance that it does tie up some loose ends from earlier in the season. Like I would love I would ultimately love to be like, "Oh, that's where they were going with that." Like yeah. it'd be great it would be great to get resolution on because it's not every episode that ends on a cliffhanger but like half of them do at least pretty much yeah you know and some and most of them do end on like some sort of a cliffhanger it may not be like dire but it's like you know there's more yeah. story to be told pretty much at the end of every one no totally so um yeah no
0: it was, it was really good I, I, like i said i can't wait for next week and then we're uh we got what like three or four weeks in between that and, and um, the so should be yeah. good.
1: We can do some. We'll think of some stuff to do. Yeah, well, I still think we should do weeks. a Kenny vs. Benny one. I know a lot of people don't know Kenny vs. Benny, but maybe they'll get into Kenny vs. Benny because of us.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, everybody should be watching Kenny vs. Benny. You're stupid. Not so dude. good. But I don't think. I mean, outside of Canada, I don't know how popular that show ever really got. So. I don't think
1: it's that popular.
0: I mean, I know it aired in the states, but I don't know if it ever got like wild acclaim or anything yes, like that. Yes,
1: yes. It's kind of like Nathan for you. You ever seen Nathan for you? No. Yeah. So it was on Showcase, too, I think. So it was, like, not really oh, a big But it's this guy who, like, went to business school. His joke, he's super dry, right? So it's, like, he goes to business school, and his thing is he's, like, businesses are struggling. So they bring, they come to me because I have a business degree. And he comes up with, like, all these stupid ideas, but he, like, presents them totally seriously. Like, it's a reality show. So it's, like, nice. this one guy has a car wash, and it's, like, super dead. So, like, At a stoplight that kind of like is like a turn off from where he is he puts like 18 birds in a tree above a light and feeds them laxatives and it's like a peacock chickens and they're like taking these massive shits off people's car and then somebody else is standing on the corner to like give them a coupon to like go so (laughs) that's smart Um, marketing it's so stupid man but it's funny So it's, uh, oh, yeah. it's like the thing
0: straight out of uh, Step Brothers when he's like, "We're we're putting in the man hours to figure out science
1: and things. He's,
0: we put liquid paper on a bee and it, it died." <laughs>
1: uh, that's great. I love that whole scene in Step Brothers when they're interviewing. So and tuxi- are you guys he's wearing tuxedo. <laughs> we'll be interviewing as a team. We'll be. <laughs> and then he's like, "This is making more sense now."
0: Yeah, it is a little <laughs> fucked up now. Though, that I think about it.
1: <laughs> uh, that's so funny. <laughs> okay, so what if was great. I liked it. What if was, it was my, We it. I know it was your favorite. I think it was my favorite too. To be honest, yeah, it was real good. It's lots of fun. Can't wait to see next week. Yeah. But I'm Hell not yeah. gonna lie. I have been so excited to talk about venom with you just because we haven't spoken other than all I got from Ryan today. So Ryan saw it today. I saw it yesterday, and all I got from Ryan today was. That was fucking dog shit.
0: <laughs> it, so, Ven- Venom 2 spoilers. We're diving in now. So, if you have not seen Venom
1: spoilers 2 or Let There Be Carnage, uh,
0: yeah. Stop here, come back. We're 33 minutes in or 30 minutes in, whatever the hell it is. Uh, you know, come back and and, and uh, pick it up here. But, um, you're not gonna miss much because the movie was fucking awful, like so bad. I don't understand a how this movie got any positive reviews at all because Me the either. dialogue. I don't get it. The dialogue could have been written by a five-year-old. It was bad, it was, beyond it, bad. Like
1: it was cheesier than the Raimi Spider-Man dialogue, and that's oh, way worse. Way worse. Like it it's was
0: like. So bad. It, it's the worst superhero movie. It's on par with like probably like
1: New Mutants, Elektra,
0: and <laughs> um, Batman and Robin, and um, like that that level of of dialogue where I'm like, who wrote this? Like, yeah. I don't understand how anybody looked at this script and was like, yeah, yeah, we can do this. Like, yeah, it's so bad, so it, so bad. Cheesy line after cheesy line, like, to the point where I was literally, like, eye-rolling at the screen. Me me too. Um, The the wardrobe choices, like, why would they ever have fucking put Carnage in what he's wearing?
1: I I don't think a lot of people realize the picture that I posted yesterday, but for anybody who didn't see my Instagram story, it is a little blurry. This is what they dress Carnage in when he's not... The entire movie. He literally is a 90s... Stereotypical pimp. Like,
0: it, it is a wardrobe straight out of like 1993. Like, I did man. I just, I was, why? Like, I know that they, they're basing it off of like a comic storyline, but it's just like, man, have you guys learned nothing from the last 20 years of, of comic book movies? Like, it, it's just bad and like so paint by numbers, oh, uh, story wise, like, we get the the intro of the movie is basically like a young, uh, um, fucking Cassidy. Uh, what is, what is his fucking name? Cletus Cassidy. Cletus, I can't, I can't think because I hated the movie so fucking much. Um, we get a young him with basically who's gonna become fucking Siren, and they're in like an Not insane Siren. asylum together. Yeah, Siren shriek, shriek. Sorry, I'm. It doesn't matter. Doesn't you can call her anything.
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter. It,
0: she's barely in the movie to begin with.
1: Yeah, um, she's... Yeah, her whole thing's something. but th- It's just, like, the most paint-by-numbers
0: thing of, like, wh- why... why is she even in the movie? Like, it really had no... The well, whole storyline had really no input on the
1: actual storyline of the movie. It didn't really have input, but it did give carnage drive. The problem was, is, like, all of it was so hard to buy. Like... Like they hadn't you know, seen even, each other since they were like fifteen, even even not that. Like e- e- take that out of the equation, and it's like they had no chemistry, like at zero all. chemistry. <laughs> and like I, I had such a hard time being like, oh, Cletus is a kid and he's in the insane asylum for kids and the girls there, and oh, we're gonna remove the girl because her powers are getting too strong. So what do they do? They just Throw her in a truck, no cuffs, no stray jacket, no restrict, no restraints, just her and some dude. And they just said that she's too dangerous to keep in the regular insane style. So they have to bring her to the one with more people that have powers. And it's just like, okay, like it was like her- an X-Men ripoff. With her powers, even if they would have bound her up, they wouldn't have had to figure out a way to explain that because she could just use her powers and get out of it. Like, here's an idea. Put a fucking muzzle on her so she can't scream.
0: <laughs> Problem solved. Just, but no, we're going to put her in a glass cage where she can still scream, but we're going to
1: put earplugs in so she can't hurt our ears oh man and it was just like even the, as they were kind of keeping her in the loop with what was happening with Cletus like you know fast forward 15 years and it's like Cletus and her haven't seen each other since they're like little kids or whatever and then yeah, the, the but do- she looks like she's 27 know, and Cletus looks like he's 55 I know which is also weird but that also is something else I'll, I'll talk about that later too but it's weird because then like the doctor will come in that's treating Shriek and, and she'll be like oh it's not a good day for your boyfriend today it's like they haven't seen each other in fucking 15 years like what the fuck how do you even how would you even know that like it's just not so... just that. but what fucking psychiatric doctor would do that to a patient <laughs> a why word. is the
0: psychiatric doctor t- like basically like yeah taunting her and be like hey you piece of shit your boyfriend's a fucking piece of shit too She's Like, are to die today motherfucker yeah, like, oh, yeah, this person is crazy. That's not going to hurt them at all. Like, let's make them more crazy.
1: Uh, man. It, yeah. I, what
0: were they trying to achieve with this this psychiatric ward full of power people? Like, it didn't make any sense. They never even, why does this place exist? Why are all these people here? What are they trying to do? Are they researching against them? How are they researching against them? There's no explanation. There's just like, hey, we got a bunch of people here. bet you can't break out you little piece of shit and then
1: they break out and you're like oh they broke out weird I love I love the other thing is like I love at the end she just gets this rant she doesn't even mention really the guy so in the movie when she escapes when she's a kid uh, the cop that she's like screaming and the cop's like ah, like losing his ears are like bleeding or whatever and then like to stop her he just like point blank shoots her in the face with a gun classic cop classic cop well i guess depends where you're at um but uh but yeah and then like out of nowhere at the end she just gets this thing where she's like i'm gonna get revenge on the cop that took my eye i'm like where did that fucking come from honestly never talked about once the entire movie and then all of a sudden that's her whole story arc it's like carnage you get venom cletus gets eddie and she's like and i get the cop that shot my eye i'm like what like who fucking what the fuck no, not is just that over? like the
0: cop had basically no role in the movie other than hey I had an experience once where she screamed at me and I went to death <laughs> in one ear and he's a dickhead to Eddie most of the movie there's not really like a whole explanation of the relationship in any yeah. real way no and then on top of that like Eddie's I don't know his whole relationship with Venom is just like borderline that nonsensical
1: to, we need to hold off we aren't done ranting about the side okay once we start down venom himself we are never, yeah it's never gonna stop so we need to i'll say the best part of the movie
0: me. was like carnage and venom looked good
1: but I, other than that
0: i don't think I, actually, I have a
1: positive thing to say about the movie i actually didn't really like carnage like i always kind of base movie looks off of like if an action figure came out tomorrow, would I buy it? And I don't think I would buy the movie Carnage, because I didn't find him, like, he was too much, he's not, like, like, I know movies are not the comics, and I know that, but it's like, you know, I like Venom, and I like how Venom looks. Carnage is, like, generally speaking, in the comics, uh, Carnage is smaller than him. He's, like, more Spider-Man size, He's, he's scrawnier, he's not so buff, and he's not so bulked out. Where this one was like, he was skinnier than Venom, but he was like super tall and like, yeah, he's way taller. And again, like, the same situation happened with Riot last time, or Ricochet, or whoever the bad guy was last time. Yeah, it was Riot. Riot, Yeah, okay. And it's just like, it's the same. You get this guy, he looks pretty much just like Venom, except he's a different color, and oh, now he's got tangles coming out of his back. Oh, where did we see that before? That's weird. And then it's just like, oh, I'm going to turn my hands into axes and harpoons. Oh, cool, we haven't seen that before either. It's just like, it's literally like Venom 1, but worse
0: everything about it yeah
1: like
0: I, I i mean even woody harrelson doesn't really have i agree a story arc like he's a murderer
1: and okay even that whole thing about how he wants to be friends with eddie like none of that makes any sense there's no why ground, there's no grounds for any of that like it's no. just he's like all i wanted was to be your friend eddie and it's like okay what like are you even know a 40-year-old murderer? And he's like a 40-year-old news guy. Like, why would you even? What? Why? Like, yeah, I 100 agree. And another person I would I would love to uh, to complain about is um, Michelle Williams again. Like, at, at least this time she showed up. Like, I always say, like the last one, it's like it's like she was just reading. Like, she didn't even act. Like the whole, but she was Michelle, again barely in the movie. And she's a good actor. So last time when she was in it, I was like, I was like, wow, this is a huge like talk about phoning it in. At least this time, I like she was better as an actor. But like, it was so not necessary. Any of it. Like,
0: there's no reason. A, there's no reason for her to be even in the
1: movie. I agree.
0: The the I mean, they needed somebody to be Eddie's friend, but Eddie's just treats everybody like a piece of shit. So why you'd want to be Eddie's friend? I don't really understand. I guess
1: I guess they needed him to have him have something to give a shit about at the end. I guess is probably what they needed. Ryan's
0: going to take his pants off. He'll be back right
1: now. What's that?
0: Um, my dog's being an asshole. Um, I thought you
1: said my dog's taking a shit right now.
0: (laughs) No, he's trying to pull my jacket off the wall, and I'm not happy about it. Um, no, I I don't understand. A why she's still in the movie. She had no. She was in the movie for all of. I don't know a dozen seven minutes yeah yeah and like really like she keeps playing this like will they won't they get back together with Eddie but like she's also engaged to another dude and it just makes her character even seem like a piece of shit like yeah you're like openly flirting with Eddie but you're engaged
1: she didn't even seem like the same character from the last movie no either did the doctor No. The Doctor was, like, total comedy man this time. It was weird. Well, not just that, but, like, in the first movie, he's, like, actually out out to, like, help Eddie, and he's, like,
0: hey, you have have a parasite in in you. Like, I want to help you. Like, I'm putting you in fucking CAT scans and, like, trying to figure out what's wrong with you. He knows that there's a fucking parasite in him. He sees Venom multiple times in the movie, and then this one, he's, like... I don't. I don't want to fuck with aliens anymore. Like he doesn't even like. He acts like he doesn't even understand what's going on half the movie. Like, I don't know. He just his character just completely like flipped, and it just. I don't know. It, it's it's so bad.
1: That's funny because that one scene where Michelle and Doctor Dude go into the the little uh, food place with the little Asian woman who runs it, Mrs. Chang or whatever. Yeah, and uh, it's like. She immediately recognizes that Venom... So at some point, for anybody who is just listening to us talk and hasn't seen it, at one point in the movie, the symbiote decides to leave Eddie and go out on his own, and he goes to a rave, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes, too. Oh, uh, but, I but forgot but he, about that scene until right now. He, he finds he, the, the symbiote finds its way to Mrs. Chang and like basically dies on the floor, and then she's like oh, Venom? You need chocolate! So then she, like, gives him chocolate, and then, like, the, be- and then the Venom goes on to her. But she's, like, talking all normal, and then Michelle Williams' character comes in, and she starts talking, have you seen... I'm looking for Venom, which is so weird to say. Why would you say that to some random person? And then she's... And then all of a sudden, she, like, discovers... She realizes that it is Venom, and she's, like, flirting with Venom, or whatever, and it's just like, what are you... like? What and the her fiance is standing behind her. Right behind her. And she's and I like, know, And then I know. And as it's happening, I'm like, let me guess. She's gonna get the symbiote and bring it back to Eddie. Yep, sure enough. Just like the first time. Why would it why would they change any and it's and it's like it's not even it's like we we already did it the first time, and we literally she literally goes out to find venom, finds venom, gets venom, brings it back to Eddie within like Five minutes of the movie and it's like and puts her why? tongue
0: down eddie's throat
1: yeah that's as funny. venom
0: or female Ven- whatever i don't know what her yes. character's name is female venom. As she venom whatever it is whatever she like is. makes out with eddie where her tongue flies down his throat basically again in and, front
1: of dr fiance yeah
0: and then like boom all of a sudden he's venom again and i'm like what was
1: the point of that scene he literally wasn't venom for like ten minutes. It's like, yeah. was that even necessary? Like nothing happened other than venom going to a rave,
0: which we're not we're not making that part of. Venom goes to a full on,
1: gay pride rave and gets like um, the um, glow stick, glow stick, like fifteen uh, of them, glow yeah. stick necklaces
0: around him. Like, he's at fucking Mardi Gras. Oh, man. And then has
1: a speech on a mic (laughs) where he literally does a mic drop. Brutal. Okay, wait. We're going to go there. Are we done talking about secondary characters? I think, am I? I don't know. Uh, Did you know that the cop is... I, I can't remember the character's real name, but, like, the... The character's name, the cop's name. But he is in the comics. He's Venom. Or he's Toxin. And yeah, BC, if you haven't seen it, we're we're shit talking it. So don't if you're if your intentions are to see it, then don't stick around. Because we all talk you out of it. Um Well I <laughs> um, we have nothing positive to say about it. We don't. Yeah, That's yeah. the end. Um what was I gonna say? What was I just say? oh yeah, so he is uh, a character's name is Toxin in the comics. He's like the son of carnage i think the offspring of carnage i think
0: i guess that makes sense from like the end scene where he like he's alive still the cop is still alive still i can't remember exactly what happened but after i don't think anything happens
1: he's just alive i think that's it
0: yeah but didn't he have like a glimmer in his eye or something like that (laughs) oh maybe maybe i don't know it I mean there really isn't that many secondary characters in the movie outside of the people we already know from the first movie. The standout character is is the Asian convenience store owner. <laughs> she she has like the most actual funny lines probably in the entire movie. And I don't know, she doesn't really do anything, but I I'd say she's the she should win MVP of the movie.
1: It's funny cuz when we talked tonight, Ryan said that his friend that he went with enjoyed it. And I will say that there were at least a couple moments that I genuinely had a laugh. Like, I did laugh. At, there were some parts that were funny.
0: I laughed twice, I think, the entire movie. I think I laughed three times, but um, there wasn't a lot of good. My friend liked it because he's like, if you look at it as an actual like action like superhero film, it's terrible. But he's like, if you watch it as a comedy, he's like, it's funny, and he's like, you can't take it serious because it's not good. But mm-hmm. he's I like, I enjoyed funny. it. I laughed the entire time. Like it's just a comedy movie.
1: Um, I do feel that we have different opinions on it because we're such comic book movie fans, and because I, you are, you are a Venom fan too, right? I love Venom. Yeah, me too. Me too. So. Um.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't even. We, I guess we should talk about Venom as a character. I guess
1: we should, yeah.
0: Oh, my God. How much it, time do we have? I'm <laughs> Well, we, we don't need to spend 20 minutes on it. I just... Yes, we do. Yes, we do. I don't. I don't understand how you go from the first movie where everybody was like, that was one of the worst parts of the first movie was the dialogue between Venom and Eddie and how cheesy the dialogue was and... Everybody thought, like, fucking uh, Tom Hardy really, like, phoned it in and wasn't very good, charismatic Eddie Brock, like, in any way. And they just was like, oh, yeah, let's double down on that. We're going to make it triple the amount of dialogue between Eddie and Venom. And all the lines are going to be fucking cheesy as shit. And Venom's basically a stand-up comedian now.
1: Yep. It's literally like if Deadpool was a symbiote. That's literally what it is. Yeah. Like every everything is a quirky little thing and a good chunk of them are misses. Like they're just like Almost all of them. They're not it's not good. Like it's almost intolerable. Like I, I think I would enjoy that movie if I would have been listening to music in headphones and just watching it. Cause again, like my things that I loved, I, I love how Venom looks. I think he looks yeah, I agree. fucking great. I feel like his stature is great. He's big. He's imposing. He looks mean and like he looks scary, which I think yep. is great. Yep. Um, but and like even like, I my biggest issue isn't even like I, I don't really like Tom. I don't dislike Tom Hardy, but I don't like, like Tom Hardy. He's just whatever. He's definitely sure. would never be my first pick for Venom. Uh, but I don't dislike, like, his performance doesn't make me not like the movie. It entirely has to do with how the characters handled the writing and, like, the slapstick comedy. Like, even that beginning when he's like, when he goes and sees Cletus, which again, like, why? Like, why would that even happen? Like, there's no, no grounds for that to need to happen. But he goes and sees I mean, Cletus and he journalist? memorizes his wall. Journalists. I don't know, like... Remember when he's drawing? When when Eddie's like, no, I know. like let me draw the thing, and he's just like... <gasps> yeah, but again,
0: then all of a sudden, Eddie, who has shown no signs of being a complete moron, is looking at these pictures going, I don't get it. Next, then he draws another one. I don't get it. And it's like, you're a fucking journalist who apparently has done many fucking... I don't know, journalistic writings or investigations pieces. of some sort. Yep. And now all of a sudden you have zero idea of why he's drawing these pictures, even though you just stared at the wall the scene before and saw all these within his, his prison cell and didn't, didn't clue in. Like it just wasn't, if they wanted to do like a murder mystery thing it could have actually been, like, an actual investigation where, like, he's picking up pieces and getting little informations, and he... Like, almost Silence of the lambesque where he's visiting, you know, the prison and having dialogue with him and, and then, like, learning more about his crimes and then piecing it together throughout the, 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 the movie. But it was like, hey, we need a reason for Eddie to be in the prison and for Carnage to become Carnage and, you know, Eddie to get his career back, which... Again, he doesn't use anything career wise in a fucking film.
1: He literally could have not even had a job in that whole movie and it wouldn't have made a difference. So the fact that that was such a huge plot point at the beginning really didn't make sense either. But.
0: Yeah, it, it, it didn't matter. Like he solved where the bodies were. Put and victims. like, yeah, great. It was, we didn't know any of the victims. We had no emotional yep. attachment to the crimes or the victims. Yep. We don't yep. even know. The, the killer in any real way outside of a scene at the end of the last movie and him talking to Eddie for uh, three minutes like yep, there was no build up to that there was no like aha he solved the case it was like 12 <laughs> minutes into the movie
1: yep it's pretty. that's pretty um, much it a case that didn't even matter 12 minutes prior was solved and then right. it's just like and then it's stupid because he's like oh well Cletus is getting the death penalty and he's like I guess I should go. Like, I kind of gave it to him. It's like, why? who? Whoever said that, like, hey, this criminal's going to get the chair because you discovered something that put him there, like he should be. Okay, so like, okay, this is cool, let's mean, go. Let's go and like, watch.
0: Like, spin off storyline here is wouldn't this movie have been way better if we found out in the first movie, like, um, Michelle, whatever her, her the actress that plays his love interest, fucking. Uh, we find out, like, her mother or her father had died from a murderer. We didn't yes. get the details, anything yeah. like that, and that is part of her story arc in the first movie, is her emotional um issues with losing a parent from a, a serial killer, and that right. um her and Eddie's relationship, that's kind of how they fell in love, was Eddie wrote a piece on an unsolved case about um this, like, beautiful woman's... Amazing. Um, right, like, they could have built a whole storyline off of that, and then through this... He finds out that they they suspect that um was he a was a serial killer, like that he, he was the one responsible. So he's investigating this case for the girl that he wants to win back to maybe yeah. see if that will be the thing that drives them back together. And so throughout the entire movie, he's trying to piece together the case. And then the whole crux of the movie at the end is he finally solves it and he finds all the bodies and everything like that. But no, instead of that, we have zero emotional attachment to any of the characters, we have no reason to care about them solving this case because we don't know any of the victims, and there's a whole three-second scene with the cops scouring this hilly, um, I don't know, side of a mountain, finding bodies and going, hey, Eddie solved the case, and he's back in fucking power.
1: Like, again, who, who, who stands on the scene of a humongous murder scene and says... As a reporter like i understand if he was actually writing a piece about it back on top (laughs) right
0: and then on top of that like he's just like oh because i solved this case of a horrific serial killer i should probably go to where that he's getting lethally injected with fucking whatever to kill him and i'm like unless again you were writing a piece on like hey this is i i need to be there because, um, you know, the the newspaper wants an article written about, the, you know, whatever, or, or the impact on the actual victims or anything like that. But no, it's just swept over again, like, well, no reason to be here. We needed a reason for him to turn into carnage. So, boom, he's dying, and then, boom, yep. out comes the carnage. Like, it's the most generic, badly written film I've seen in a long fucking time. Is when so- I can write a better fucking film than these people did... There's a problem, because I'm, you know, I'm not a writer. I'm not getting paid to do this.
1: Yeah, it it, it was, like, eye-rolling. Like, I was, I was by myself, and I can't tell you how many times I was just muttering to myself, like, this is unbelievable. Like, this is just... Yeah, and like, we
0: haven't even talked about, like, the whole, like, Venom leaving Eddie for, I don't know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes of the movie, and it's like... Yeah, tops. There's no reason for it. Like, I understand that Eddie and Venom have these, like, opposite views on where Venom just wants to bite everybody's heads off, which, fine, fair enough, and Eddie doesn't want him to do that, but, like, you were fine with it in the first movie, you were totally cool with it, and at the end of the movie, you're like, yeah, we can bite the villain's heads off, and then all of a sudden, he's like, no, we need to protect the people that are robbing a lady's purse down a fucking alleyway, like... When all of a sudden did you grow a conscience and become good in certain aspects, and then ten minutes later you're completely opposite?
1: Like to me, um, that whole like separation thing, it was just like you know, like the other thing I didn't like was like the whole like breakfast thing where he was making Eddie breakfast or whatever, and it's like terrible. Just Eddie sitting at a table, and then like four tendrils coming from his back, and they're like like throwing food against the wall and like putting weird shit in a blender and turning it on and then all of a sudden it just throws this giant pile of food on the table like it's some like cereal commercial from the fucking 90s and it's just like... That's exactly what it was. And I'm just like, what? what the it fuck just, is this?
0: Totally, it doesn't even make sense in the movie. It's like one minute they want it to be like a PG Darn. comedy movie for kids and then the next scene they want it to be like a hard R graphic violent you know, horror film, and then they go back like, it's, there's no balance, there's no tone to the movie, it's like slapstick
1: I comedy and then it's fucking murder, the next scene. I will say though that um I don't think a, a, a rated R rating would have done anything to save this. No, it's the script. Yeah, like, I mean, even the action, because the thing is, is like one of the biggest disappointments I have from this movie was I was kind of hoping at least I'd see more Venom in action movie in the movie but like really we only see Venom like fighting in the last scene, really. I think there's maybe a couple little spots where he, like, stops something. Like, when he stops that guy, the guy from getting the girl or whatever. Who, yeah, he, but he doesn't he, fight in that movie. I, I know he scene. doesn't. Not really, I guess. But He,
0: he grabs the guy with one of his fucking him. tentacles and then yeah. hangs him upside down and wants to bite off his head. That's the entire action scene. Like, but it's just there's like, way the, more action in the first movie than there is in yes, this one.
1: Yes, there is a lot more action in the first one. And that was the, the whole, thing I was disappointed by the whole
0: motorcycle chase in the first movie where he's, like, gripping lampposts and bending corners and shit like that, yeah. I'm like, that was that's what this movie needed, more of, like, some cool, not the same scene, but some cool, like, car chase, you know, cool action scenes like that where it's, like, we're really seeing Venom, like, help out Tom Hardy as he's yeah. escaping something or doing something or chasing down a villain or whatever the case may be, but it was, but see, like,
1: the thing is, is in, that. in that circumstance, like, if it's that close, like, just turn into Venom, like, Turn into Venom and turn around and fuck him up. Like game it's done. It's done. There's no risk. There's no issues. Like and that's the thing I don't get is like the coolest thing about Venom is that he's broody and he's big and he's fucking mean. And like and like we don't get that. We get we get party Thor. We get party venom. Like know, to a rave. He has like this he's like friends emotional, with chickens. Yeah, he becomes friends with chickens. He it's like oh, I just seen a message come down from my friend D. He just said, it's an Instagram message, and it said, I totally forgot that, that part where Carnage turns into a tornado. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh,
0: it's so bad that there's scenes that I literally like, blocked out of my mind, like, it's trauma from childhood, like, I, when? I seen the movie fucking two hours ago and I want to forget it, like... <laughs> When carnage? Is, when oh, go ahead. No, it, that scene, that whole scene. I'm like, why is carnage a tornado to eat somebody? Like, because they didn't. They, I assume because it was too graphic, and they didn't want to get an R rating, so they covered it up with
1: a tornado. I don't know. I, I have did, no other explanation. When did carnage have the ability to turn into a tornado?
0: <laughs> I I wasn't aware of that. Maybe that's a part of the comics. I don't know. But, I.
1: The funnier part was know. it wasn't even, like, a symbiote tornado. Like, it wasn't even, no. like, a red, gooey tornado. It was just a tornado. Like, it looked like a Twister. He started turning, he started spinning around, and then all of a sudden, like, yeah, like, Twister shows up, and it's just like, hey, I'm a tornado in a jail. <laughs> but, okay, too, like, during that that scene before that,
0: he, he has his girl fucking up in the car, like, held on yeah. by all his tendrils and shit like that so she doesn't get shot. But then the next scene, the cops are shooting. There's like 16 cops shooting full on at the car. And it's not like he's protecting the bullets in in her in any real way. Like, how did she not get shot? She has no powers other than screaming.
1: They're stormtroopers. It's the only explanation.
0: It was just... At every turn, the movie disappointed me more and more to the point where I'm like, I don't understand how you can go from the first film where everybody was like, hey, this is the good parts of this film and everything else is really, really badly done, and then go, we're going to double down on all the shit that people hated and lessen all the like cool action scenes where Venom looks good.
1: Yep. I will it, say, I'm appreciative that this time the Black Symbiote versus Black Symbiote a fight from the first one that happened in the dark, which you know was right. also a great idea on their behalf. No, I'm happy to see that this one's Black Symbiote versus Red Symbiote was done in dim lighting rather than the dark, which was appreciated. Yeah, I mean, that being said, it was still a CGI spaghetti fight. It was still the same thing. It was just spaghetti is coming off everywhere. Everyone's yeah. getting them, and Venom gets them going through, and Carnage gets them. Going so,
0: through and- my 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 argument on that. Is like, apparently that's why they, they got, um, um, fucking Andy Serkis to direct it was because of all his work in, in, in like well done CGI and motion capture and everything like that. Um, and I, I do, I'll do say like they, I like the look of the characters, but yeah, that fight scene needed to be zoomed out way back so you could actually see these characters fighting. And there's a few scenes where you do see them like full on fighting, but. For the majority of the fight scene is you're just seeing tentacles overlapping each other, red and black. And it's like, you don't even really know what's happening for the most part. Um, and then you have Doctor Dude pouring fire down on Carnage, and like, that's his whole purpose of the movie. Yep. And it's like, well, did, thanks, yeah. Doc. Like, I, even like the scream, the, the, the sound frequency that bothers the symbiotes, like, I, it was just like, oh, so siren, oh, I want to keep calling her siren and it's gonna drive me in Shriek. Shriek, I know. Um like that that was their whole plan of like a Romeo and Juliet romance is like Shriek can scream real loud, and so her her frequency of her voice is really gonna bother Carnage, and but they're this romantic couple. And I'm like, okay. So immediately upon them getting back together, he yells at her. The person he loves most. About hey, don't ever fucking use your voice again because that bothers me. I'm like, what a romantic pairing! Like, look at the fucking oh, chemistry between these actors. He's screaming at her after not seeing her for 15 years, and the whole fluck, uh, the whole point of the movie is them getting back together. Like, okay, I think,
1: I think that was uh, to show that. Okay, so what I got from that was. I, I, it showed me that Cletus realized that he's not in full control of Carnage at that point. But that being said, it doesn't matter because when he- Why loses are we Carnage trying to redeem later, a murderer? He, well, that too, but also it doesn't even matter because later on when he loses the symbiote at the end, he's trying to reach for it to get it back. So it's, like, it's not even like he sees what it does to him and he's like, oh my God, what am I doing? I'm gonna hurt the woman I love. He doesn't even care. That whole part is completely irrelevant. Like, it doesn't well, even like,
0: matter. A hundred percent. But again, he's he's painted the entire part first part of the movie as this like brutal murderer who's sadistic and, and fucking crazy. And then you're trying to make him have redeeming characters of like, well, he does love her though. So, you know. That's his redeeming quality, is he wants this romantic pairing. He wants the thing he could never have in life, his love. But then instantly, as soon as he gets the love, he's like, oh, no, fuck you, bitch. Like, don't scream anymore. I'm like, oh, what a good dude. I want to root for him. And then, like, yeah, like you're saying, at the end of the movie, after he realizes that he's not in charge of Carnage, and Carnage is basically ready to murder the person he loves most, he falls 637 stories down a building fucking lands, and then is still reaching out for Carnage to save his body so he can heal. And I'm like, so you learn nothing this entire movie. You're just a piece of shit.
1: So. Yeah. Hey, remember that part where Eddie discovers that Carnage is gonna go looking for Shriek by going to the orphanage or the insane asylum that they lived at when they were kids, and he sees their initials carved into a tree with a heart around it? I was like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> yeah, because you know how often I. um... Uh, psych warrants, how they let their inmates run around the grounds so that's not properly fenced in, with knives to carve into trees. That happens all the time. I love going to the local jail and handing out knives to all the inmates and saying,
1: hey, go carve up the, the, the front yard! Guys, we're gonna let you out, but the only thing we want you to do is to, is to carve your initials of the person you love into a tree yeah. with a heart around it. That's it.
0: This is part of your um, rehabilitation, is we want to hand you knives and let you carve up things on the
1: ground. <laughs> I didn't even think about that part of it. I just saw that part and I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. And then I didn't even think, why would the sane people be outside of the insane asylum? Outside of the grounds with a knife. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, these are sadistic murderers. Let them outside with a knife and let them carve up a tree. They're fine. Just
0: put a leash on them. fine. (laughs) Put a leash on them. (laughs) Oh my
1: God. It was just just nonsensical. The entire movie is nonsensical. It's funny because, like, if I could do a better job explaining a few of the scenes, all you would have to do is explain it and people would be like, that's not real, right? And you're like, it's real, man. It's as like, bad as Spider-Man
0: 3's um, uh, dance costume scene. Black dance?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, Absolutely. that's the entire movie.
1: Yep. It's completely cringy. Like, it's just, like... cringy comedy coupled with scenes
0: that are nonsensical for the character... Yep. That are are just like why is this here? Um, nobody is doing a great job acting in the movie. It's written badly. Um, I don't know. The best scene of the movie is the credits.
1: Yeah, we can quickly talk about that. We might have to dive back into other stuff as things get reminded. But yeah, so take that away. The end. The mid-credit scene um,
0: basically is. It starts off with. Tom Hardy on a beach. He's basically had to escape um, California or wherever to
1: no, the, get away the from end, the... The mid-credit scene is when he's in the hotel room. I'm assuming it's insinuating that it's after the beach. It ends on the beach, remember? Oh, right. Okay. So basically, he's off in some
0: whatever, foreign tropical. country, tropical location, staying in a hotel of some sort. And he's on bed watching TV, some, like, Spanish or something... Um, soap opera that him and Venom are watching together and having a discussion about so and artists. basically Venom tells Tom Hardy that like if I showed you everything I know knowledge wise about my like symbiote alien race or whatever uh, I would blow your mind basically and so he's like I'll give you like a 3% snippet of like st- my knowledge basically and it like kind of bubbles off of him, like an explosion of, like, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. A ripple effect throughout the world. And then all of a sudden, the uh, the TV changes channels with a flash of a news report.
1: And the, and the outside change, like, outside of the, the windows and stuff change, too. Something happens outside, too. Yeah,
0: well, I think that's the multiverse thing, but... I do, too. Yeah. Basically, the TV station cha- changes. You hear Jay Jonah Jameson's voice saying, like, you know, basically Peter Parker is Spider-Man and they show Tom Holland Spider-Man on screen basically and um, Venom goes and like licks the screen
1: so fucking creepy like, it's funny because even when even when people message me and they're like yeah, but that mid-credit though I'm like, man, that mid-credit is still fucking weird it's cool because it introduces the MCU into Venom's world cool but then Venom goes and licks Peter Parker's face. I know it's on screen, but still, and it doesn't have any explanation. But, he just goes up and gives him a little licky. And I'm like, okay, that kid's in high school. So this is weird well, for a, one.
0: That's the weird part. But B, like at no point in the movie did they set up that like, Oh, he can sense who you would have like a symbiotic relationship with and, and like, Like they have that whole scene when when Venom and Tom Hardy separate, where he's jumping body to body, and none of these bodies work for him, and clearly he has no sense of of who he can he can go in and live harmony harmoniously with, and who he can't. So they've already set that up that he has no idea what's going to happen when he jumps into a new body. But then all of a sudden he looks at the screen, sees a high school kid who I don't know he know knows as Spider Man, who clearly they've never set up any. Information in the movies that Spider Man exists in this universe. They have any idea who Spider Man is, have any knowledge of of Spider Man existing, any of that. But then he goes, licks the screen like he has some kind of weird sexual hard on for this high school kid named Spider or Peter Parker, splash Spider Man. And I'm like, well, if that flash bubble thing was them going into a, a new multiverse, why would he have any care? about who spider-man is it doesn't make any sense other yeah. than we know that spider-man and venom are a thing but them as characters it no. would just be like what yeah. the fuck is this spider-man yeah makes
1: no sense <laughs> man it's funny because i i said the only good thing about the movie is the mid-credit and then everyone's yeah. like oh yeah it was so crazy i'm just like no nah, the thing that's good about it is that it tells me that Kevin Feige is going to have his hands on Venom sooner than later.
0: Wait. That's where I want to spin this conversation into. Uh-oh. Does it mean that Kevin Feige has his hands on Venom and Venom's joining the MCU? Or does it mean that after Spider-Man 3, Sony is taking back Spider-Man and Spider-Man's now part of the Sony Pictures universe?
1: Because it could go either way. It could go either way, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I'm that's my hoping- point. I'm kind of hoping that this is the key to him going into the MCU. Same. Uh, as part of the multiverse. I'm I'm assuming that the plan is that Spider-Man is staying put. So So the thing yeah. is is if if cuz Sony would be stupid to not like it's the only way they can make money off a Spider-Man movie. I mean, I shouldn't say I that agree. they can make money off those old ones, but it's the only way they make a good like story for Spider-Man.
0: So do we, okay, so basing off of this end credit scene, do we expect that Venom's going to be a part of Spider-Man 3 in any way Yes. in this whole multiverse thing? Yes. Or do we expect that it's setting up perhaps, like, Spider-Man 3's in credit scene where they set up, like, oh, all of a sudden Venom's coming to town after this whole big fight, and that sets up either Venom 3 slash Spider-Man 4 of, like, okay, now we're going to get a full movie of Spider-Man and Venom.
1: I feel like the mid-credit scene on this movie takes place chronologically during the new Spider-Man movie. That's what I think. So I think it's going to happen in the movie somewhere. Sometimes. It happens when
0: Doctor Strange does his spell from the the trailer. That that spell goes wrong, and you see the burst out of everything that happens, and that's impacting. I don't,
1: i don't think that that spell is i think that spell part in that far from home or no way home trailer or whatever um is a is a complete um like i feel like it's a a uh, something to distract us i feel like it's a false narrative i i don't think that that it's just gonna be dr strange wishes it away and that's it i i think that's a, a mislead so I don't think so, that is going to be the case I don't know how he's going to enter in I don't know but I, well, I think two, it'll be in the new movie I, it might continue further from that but I do think we'll see him in No Way Home in the movie so there's like a, a few theories movie. online that
0: the what <laughs> if version of Doctor Strange is actually mm-hmm. in that Spider-Man movie right. and that's yeah, I think I said that, when it's that, not that movie, Doctor Strange.
1: I think that when we had that conversation about that episode I had said that yeah, I wondered if that was the one, in... because he even looks different in the trailer uh, for No Way Home. So, right, uh, yeah. Spider Man Variants is saying that Tom Hall, Tom Holland Spider Man is in the end credits. Yes, we were just speaking about that. That's
0: what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, there's um, the chance, or a rumor online, or whatever. My buddy was telling me after the movie that. Um, Sony wants to take back Spider-Man, but not Tom Holland's. He want they want to leave Tom Holland Spider-Man as part of the MCU. And then oh. after this multi-universe war, they want to bring back Andrew Garfield's version of Spider-Man
1: for the oh. Venom universe in Sony Pictures. That would be great. As long as MCU can have Tom Holland, that, I think that'd be great. The thing is, is this would be the perfect time for them to do that because they are going to basically use the next spider-man to explain how toby and andrew are back so at this point like originally the plant would they didn't want to do that because they were worried it would cause confusion where it's like okay how can you have tom holland be spider-man and have somebody else be spider-man in these movies like it doesn't make sense but the next movie is going to be able to explain that to the general audience so maybe now i think the the the
0: the wiser decision in my opinion is to have crossovers, you know, here and there between the universes. But um, I could see them introducing Miles in the next Spider-Man movie and Me then Sony too. taking Miles and doing their own version of Spider-Man in in Sony Pictures' universe and then leaving the Tom okay on <laughs> Spider-Man as part of the MCU.
1: To be, to be honest with you, I'd be okay with that because the only Sony Spider-Man movie that I feel is, like, a good cohesive movie like again i'm not saying i didn't like the Ramy ones at the time i liked them i don't think they aged well personally and i also don't think that the majority of the people cast for those movies were like the right fit in my opinion um um but i do think the only sony property that's spider property that sony has done for me that was a cohesive story was Into the Spider-Verse, and I feel like that that's obviously a Miles-heavy story. So if yeah. they wanted to take their chance and do a, a live-action Miles, sure. I'd be fine with that. I mean, it'd be better for me because then I can keep Peter in the MCU and I don't have to worry about what the fuck they're going to do with it on the Sony side. Again, when Feige's involved, I, I'm generally not that worried about it.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, I personally would prefer, obviously, that Venom is now part of the MCU. They yeah, Keep him there. Kevin has his hands on both of them and says, like, hey, we're going to make sure that Venom 3 is awesome. It's going to be part of the MCU, but we're going to set up Spider-Man 4 in, you know, whatever, 2023 first. And that's going to be the full-on. Spider-Man know, versus Venom? Uh, yeah, Spider-Man versus Venom. That's it's going to be, awesome. be the end credit scene of Spider-Man 3 as showing, like, Venom, right, uh, you know, walking into New York City or something like that. Um, you see Eddie, you know, applying for a job or whatever the case may be. And then, boom, he's in. And we see that dynamic change of, like, oh, here we go. But um, I have a feeling that Sony is just way too money hungry to think that they can't do the job themselves. So. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't know. The
1: thing is, is, like, this movie's going to make money because the first one did. And this one don't going to. I don't know. There's good hype around it, and right now superhero movies are on a high again because Shang-Chi came in and did a really great job. So, the um, movie apparently cost 110 million dollars. That's
0: the it? so So, that's what it says. The budget was 110. Now, obviously, that doesn't include marketing and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. So, Still, even if it, we can push it to 150, it should have no problem making that. I, I would agree. assume.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: The question is Morbius, and Morbius is I, gonna bomb. I assume that movie's gonna bomb pretty hard. It's gonna bomb. And does that make Sony go, "Hey, let's stop our bullshit and just let, you know, Kevin and, and, and Disney and, and whatever handle our
1: future pictures"? You know. If if Morbius is written like either of the Venom movies are, it is a guaranteed flop. Yeah. Easy, easy tour. Oh, easy to read names. Oh, that wasn't yeah. easy to read. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going screw it up. I was like, "Easy Torres de Nemos." What the? <laughs> <laughs> so Sony will just rush to Venom versus Spider Man before actually setting up the fight. Yeah, that's pretty much their mo, right? It's just, it's just like, but I hey, think- how, how can I cram everything into this? And again, it's funny because when I think about uh, No Way Home, yeah. Never, there's everything in it. There's Spider-Man. There's Doctor Strange. There's Wanda. There's the Sinister Six. Doc Ock and Toby and whatever, whatever. But I'm not really that worried about that one. I'm actually more excited about that one because I think it's going to be a three-hour movie. I think, yeah, I think it's the longest MCU movie. Didn't they say that? I thought I just saw running time. It's longer than Endgame. I'm pretty sure. I thought I read. Well, that. oh, I don't know. That know uh, Eternals. Bu- that might be Eternals. Yeah, but. my buddy,
0: my buddy said the yeah, same thing happens. about Eternals. It's not. It's. It's longer than Infinity Ward. It's shorter than, than Endgame.
1: Gotcha, gotcha.
0: I thought I read. It's like, like two that. hours and forty minutes. I think.
1: Uh, okay. okay.
0: Um, Endgame um, was over three hours. So. Gotcha. If Spider Man is longer than Endgame, then like Jesus Christ, we can't we can't go longer than three hours. Like. I mean, I would because I'm all
1: for it, but yeah, I yeah. Three hours is long enough, dude. You there's a lot. There's a lot to take in in that spider-man and like again we've talked about this right like i don't really think all of these major components are going to be um a big big part of it i think they're all there there's things that are going to just be introduced here as like kind of an entry point right so sure i just think we're going to get a lot of firsts this time i don't necessarily think everything's going to have a big role here you know even wanda if wanda shows up i think it'll just be to tease that she's going to be a villain in doctor strange so. yeah um, easy to read name says I fully expect No Way Home to be a complete mess, but it'll be cool to see the good Spider Man return. Oh, see, we don't agree there because I we I'm a Tom. I, I don't know about you, but I'm a Tom Holland fan myself. I think he's the best. I'm fan. a
0: Tom Holland fan. I think they learned from uh, the original Spider Man three that you can't put seventy five villains in a movie and have it be shit. Like I think yeah. they're doing this in a way that makes sense for the film. I don't think you're going to see all six or all five villains. In a majority of the film, I think you're going to see one-off. I agree. Fight scenes setting up, like here is the Doctor Octopus arc of the film, where it's a 15 minute scene, fight on the bridge, boom, Spider kicks him through back through a portal back to his universe, and. Um, you know, we carry on. See, I, I disagree too. Tom is Major yeah, I, Cringe. I don't I don't find him Major Cringe at all. I think I he's either. by far the best Peter parker we've had. A, I agree. I, I agree. think he does a great version of Spider-Man. I wish they did a little bit less of the Iron Man tech in his suit and did a Me little too. bit more of just like a straight up Spider-Man. Me too. But, but you gotta
1: have something to have him cling on. The thing is, is like he doesn't have Ben. I mean he does, but we don't talk about Uncle Ben in this universe. So you kind of have to have have something that forces him to enhance himself and get better as a hero right i i understand how some people can think tom Tom holland is cringe it all depends on the spider-man that you love and the spider-man that you grew up with and the spider-man that that got you into spider-man to begin with if it was a comic because it's like to me tom holland is literally classic spider-man i mean obviously updated for the modern times but like he's a kid he's struggling to balance being a kid and being a superhero, he fucks up everything all the time. But he just figures he just has to make it right. And it's like it's not like I didn't. I liked Toby for things like I liked Toby because he um, was nervous and and um, you know kind of like ner- nerdy, I guess. And, and yeah. he was awkward. Awkward is a good is a good way to put it. So I I did yeah. like I did like Toby Maguire, But like my hard thing was like. I'm sorry. You can't sell that cast to me as a cast from high school. They all look like they're oh. 25. Wearing like it, yeah. just, it, it, it doesn't connect. And then Andrew, Andrew is cool, but he's just not Peter Parker. Like no, he's fine. Sp- he looks good, he's as Spider-Man, way, but he's not Peter Parker. He's way too. I love Andrew Garfield's performance. Like I, I think he's a cool dude, but he's just like to me that, that is not Peter Parker in in any of the comics that like that I hold dear yeah. to me. That that made. I, spider spider-man i loved spider-man when i was a kid because i grew up getting picked on so it's like yeah. when i see somebody who is like suffering from all those nerd isms and it's like yeah I, I drew to that and like that's not andrew garfield like he was just no, totally a agree. cool dude and like i yeah. didn't buy it so no i totally um Easy to rename says, well, from the league parts of No Way Home, it will be mainly Goblin, Ock, and Electro for the first half. Sinister Six will be at the end. So yes, I yeah, do that's think what that. Would that we'll see the reason why we'll see them all together, I think, is because you can't have Doc Ock take on three Spider-Man. They'll just make quick work of him. Like you need to have multiple villains if you're gonna take on three Spider-Man. And then if Daredevil yeah, I agree. I, show his face too, then that's another whole piece too, right? So Yeah, I,
0: I think you'll get a fight scene near the beginning, and then you'll see. You know, the introduction, let's say Dr. Octopus is first. Dr. Oct coming in, you see a fight scene. Whatever happens at the end of that fight scene where either Doc's out of commission or he goes back through a portal or whatever the fuck happens. And then at the end, you're going to see all three Spider-Man fighting the Sinister Six. And it's going to be this whole big fucking fight scene where each Spider-Man is taking on two of them or something like that. And it's going to cut between the three different fight battle scenes. You know Doc hawk with his tentacles fucking taking on fucking whatever toby Maguire's spider-man toby knows how to take him down because he's already fought him kind of thing and and basically tom holland relying on these other spider-man's expertise yeah. from their universe to take down these all these villains and then boom the end of the movie they all kind of get separated in some way go back to their universes or whatever the case may happen um Or they still, they they maintain as part of our universe and they get get put in, you know, prison or whatever. But um, I think it's hard to write these characters off and not have our own versions of those characters in some way. So either they stay in our universe and just, you know, get put away for a while while, you know, Venom is the next big thing. Or um, they get kicked back to the universe, but some of them stay or whatever. Well, what, they, don't know. what
1: they could always do is they could always keep the tech from them. Like, you know, say something happens where, you know, Goblin loses his tech or something, and then someone in our universe picks it up. I, I think that, yeah. like, I don't think they'll stay in our universe, our main MCU sure. universe, but I do think that they will um, inspire new Doc Ox and new, new Green Goblins and new Electros and new Sandmans, right? So I... I, I you know i think it's going to open the door to see more of that so
0: well as the as as the mcu has gone on we've it's always been like an alien/tech heavy you know universe right yep. where they're keeping the 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 tech from all the space invasion shit of of avengers 1 you yep. have all the stark tech going on and you know like the whole arc of spider-man 1 was vulture taking on all this alien tech and introducing it into his own suit and everything like that Yep. So to carry on that narrative of, like, hey, yeah, we're going to bring in, you know, oh, Dr. Octopus's hands, you know, all of a sudden a new villain creeps up with that kind of thing, or Green Goblin's got glider or something along those lines of, like, oh, that's now part of the, the tech world of this universe. Yeah, yeah. I could totally see that.
1: Um, I wonder if, um, I, I think the cool thing about that is, like, if we could keep Spider-Man's world, like, in that kind of yeah. that that scope where it's like people are taking unknown kind of unhuman tech and it's just yeah. like everyday thugs who have like this advanced tech it would also help keep spider man like grounded as more of like a street level hero too which i think would be good sure so
0: yeah i mean easy to read name says although it's weird that we've only got um you know five members rumored as or known yes. as right now and I, I my assumption is Kingpin will be the sixth. Is that will be the big one.
1: Ooh, field. that would be awesome. That would be great. He could be finding it.
0: Yeah, I, I think Kingpin will come in at, at, as like basically the, we'll, the head he'll, of this new Sinister Six.
1: We'll know Kingpin by then too, because he'll have introduced right. him, but in Hawkeye by then, hopefully.
0: If but my assumption finish. is that part of the introduction of it <laughs> is he, you're going to see him in Hawkeye setting things up, but you're not going to know that he's part of like spider-man's whole plot of the movie until like i think the near the end of the movie where all of a sudden he's gonna roll in and fucking be like the head of the sinister six type thing or whatever that would be I don't cool know.
1: that's my thing i hope that if we do that we get a chance to spend more time with kingpin ver- like i hope peter beats him and then he gets bitter and then it would be great to see another movie where we get to see daredevil and spider-man versus Pink- kingpin how dope would that be yeah sure or like um
0: um like kingpin hires um like craven or something like that to come in and like assassinate peter in the next movie or whatever and and that's part of the arc of it too or maybe you know i don't know like i i could see the the whole venom movie also having things to do with like the underworld and kingpin and being involved in some way so i think that could be be definitely setting up the fourth film.
1: Yeah. Well, um, all I can say is whatever ends up happening in the Sp- Sony Spider-Man universe, just please keep whoever the fuck was involved with Venom 2 away from it, because that was just abysmal. Like, I, I, it was just so bad. Like, I just, I fucking... So the the writer of, of um, the screenplay
0: of Venom 2 was also the writer of Fifty Shades of Black, the movie.
1: Interesting. I don't know that Or movie, Fifty Shades, Shades of Grey or the fuck 50, so. yeah. yeah. Fifty Shades of so. Black is the softcore porn Venom movie.
0: God, give us that. It would be better than this. Eddie. Here's my dick, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. you, do, you do a really good, Venom. Thank you. Um, yeah, I know. That's, I mean, that's, that's Venom too. That's all I've I really got to say. I, I think it was a bad movie. It was very bad. Um, I'll buy it because I own all of these movies, but I, I have no intention of watching it again anytime soon.
1: Yeah. Easy any name says, Carnage was so wasted. It's just pathetic to see how he was used. Yep. I agree. Well, and also, like, I really didn't expect them to kill Carnage at the end. Me neither. Me neither.
0: Um, I really thought that they'd be setting up, like, Venom and Spider-Man needing to team up in the next film to take down Carnage in some way.
1: The thing is, is was he was just riot again, but just we could see him yeah. this time. That
0: was so. My assumption the is difference. they're gonna do like an invasion on Earth of like the symbiotes from the homeworld or whatever the fuck. That's like, gonna be the arc of the movie where the next you know, Venom movie, yeah, is you're gonna uh, see like an invasion of all these different symbiotes on Earth.
1: Honestly, man. If they do that, then the people who are organizing those movies need to be fired. Because, like, the last thing we need in Venom 3 is another symbiote versus symbiote fight. They're literally exactly the same movie to movie. You, there's only so many... I agree, but that's... I know the, they're crazy, but... That's the only thing they've set up. Like... like Sony owns Sony's wanting to start pushing this Craven thing which I also think is weird but that being said I do actually think Kraven's story is very interesting so I think if it yeah. was done right they could actually sure. do Kraven very cool I don't think their choice of cast is really the best of uh, Evan Peters or no not Evan Peters uh, uh, oh. what's his name the guy who played Quicksilver in the MCU yeah. Uh, well uh, kick ass. It's Evan Peters and and um as um, Days of Future Past, X-Men. Yeah, yeah. Um but anyways, like I think matter. like having Craven come in and hunt Venom, I think would be an amazing idea because it would be yeah. different. And like the, the last thing we need is more of the same because that's what we've got here and it's just it it doesn't work like it didn't work the first time and it it is especially tiring the second time
0: yeah yeah no i agree uh fully and i think uh i hope that sony learns from this and lets kevin take over and uh, yeah i mean not that i think andy circus really did anything bad in the movie it was
1: no i shot either.
0: fine the cgi looked good but it was written um, badly
1: That's what it ultimately comes down to.
0: Yeah, it was written very poorly. It was acted very poorly. Yeah. And it's not even really the actor's fault. When you get that screenplay, your job is to act out that screenplay, and it's bad, so... Yeah,
1: it's not um, good. It's not good.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I I, I hope that the next movie's better, and I hope that we do see a glimpse of Venom maybe in the next Spider-Man movie, and that sets up Spider-Man 4. I think that'd be great.
1: I would love to get a proper... Aaron Taylor Johnson. That's his name.
0: Yeah,
1: Aaron Taylor. Sure. Um... But yeah, I, I I would love to give them the benefit of the doubt, but at this point, no. Like I'm just not I'm not gonna they're not they're not good. They're not good at this. They should stop. They should sell yeah. that back to they Marvel to stop, and yeah. make some fucking money before they lose everything. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I I really never wish for things to perform poorly, but no. I really hope this performs poorly because I would love to see Disney get a chance to get those Spider Man rights back.
0: So. Yeah, I think I don't think Venom Three will be him versus Spider Man. I think they'll save that for a proper Spider Man film.
1: The thing is, is if they commit to Venom Three, even if this one doesn't perform well, if they brought Spider Man into Venom's world, it would sell tickets. So, oh, it maybe would. They would do, maybe they would do that just to, um, just to kind of save. But the thing is, is to me is like I would have a hard time with a Venom that's funnier than. Or he's not funny, but who tries to be funnier than Peter Parker does? Like,
0: yeah. You
1: know what I mean? Like,
0: well, maybe uh, Venom and, and Peter will get along because they find out
1: both their uh, mom's name was Martha. <laughs> there have been worse. You just reminded me that there have been worse comic book movies. So there you go. <laughs> I don't know, worse, but equally bad written. I don't know. Yeah, so All right. um, so for the final takeaway is for anybody who has not seen Venom 2, let me just round it up for you. Carnage is a 90s pimp who can turn into a tornado, and what else? It's
0: badly acted, badly written, looks like shit, has no to cohesive
1: storyline. Venom goes to a rave, and he loves chocolate, and he can't kill his chickens, Sunny and Cher.
0: Yeah. Again, why are they named Sonny and Cher? We never got a scene where Venom's looking at a Sonny and Cher thing and going, I love these people.
1: I don't look too much into that. They should have called them like Stan and Steve or something.
0: Anything. Anything would be better that it was... made sense. I don't know. It's a bad
1: movie. <sighs> Venom.
0: Boy, I'd give yeah. it about a three and a half out of 10.
1: Um, I would. Probably give it about the same. Yes. Um, I'm gonna read a few more of these comments here. Uh easy to read name says never underestimate Sony. An easy way to make Venom 3 is to make a shit ton of money would be to have Tom Holland Spider-Man in it. Yep, that's what I think too.
0: I agree, but I also think they want to redeem the Venom name. And if this movie performs poorly, they're gonna want to tie in Spider-Man and Venom into a actual name that has recognizable like value. But that's the thing is they go the
1: opposite way. Show one trailer with Tom Holland in it, he's recognizable enough. It doesn't matter if the show is called Spider-Man or Venom. It'll sell tickets. It will sell tickets, but I I honestly think that if they want to
0: redeem Venom, they're going to bring him into the MCU and bring him into Spider-Man rather than vice versa. They may... Because fans are going to fucking riot. Fans are going to riot if they take back Spider-Man and then all of a sudden spider Man's part of Tony's universe and not in the MCU anymore.
1: We already Um, seen it. Rano says uh, maybe that's why they had that scene end scene because of Spider-Man. He'll sell the box office yet. And then easy to read name says Venom eats cocks, not clickbait. <laughs> Can make that on Pornhub. Uh. Rano says, was there a Stan Lee cameo? Not that I caught. Did you catch anything? Yeah, there was a picture of him or something. Oh, was there? I must have missed it. I, I can't remember where, but. I'm not going to lie. I got incredibly baked before I went in because I was like I'm not doing this sober
0: (laughs) no I I was actually like half asleep I was in a rush to go to the movies so um
1: Um, yeah it 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 wasn't good easy to read name says I'd rather them just redo Venom in the MCU this Venom cannot work with Tom well that that is a problem
0: that they they're gonna have to figure out is Tom Holland's 17 or 18 in these movies ish I would guess. And Tom Hardy's, like, I don't know, 35? That,
1: that part doesn't bother me, though. Because in the comics, Peter was a kid. And... and yeah, Anna but... Man.
0: Where would they going, cross man? over in any real way, I guess? I mean, I guess a villain slash hero. But, like, I don't know. It just...
1: I don't good. think that that part doesn't really bug me as much because I feel like you know when most people think of Spider-Man, you would never think it's a kid. You would think it's a man with powers. So you know guess, all of his all of his villains are older than him, right?
0: Yeah, know. I you're right, but I don't know. I would just I, to see their universes cross over in any real way. Like you would think they would have like some common ground. Yeah, I mean totally. maybe they could cross paths at the Daily Bugle or something like that. But totally. I don't know. It's
1: Uh, maybe it's what you referred uh, to earlier maybe it's like venom um recognizes he's a suitable host and he kind of encourages eddie to do it and then maybe he kind of turns his back on eddie and jumps on him and that's what causes Eddie to go crazy or something i don't
0: know yeah no the personal relationship thing we talked about in the end credit scene is why is venom licking the screen um when yeah, he has no knowledge yeah. or relationship with Tom Holland or Spider-Man, it doesn't make any yes. sense. So yes, I agree.
1: Yeah, I
0: agree. We yeah. talked about it earlier, but yeah, it's, it's nonsensical. Easy. But yeah, no, I, it's a bad movie. I would say save your money. Um, yeah, it's bad. Catch it on Netflix or, or whatever in, in three to six months when it's out and watch it for free.
1: Yeah,
0: it's bad. I wouldn't say it's worth $20. Don't ruin a date night with this because the agree. person you bring out on a date is going to be mad at you for
1: making them watch it. It's funny because oh. I bought a ticket for me and my wife, and then my wife hated the first one, which she doesn't really like most of the superhero movies, really. She'll tolerate some of them, but yeah. So she walks in on Thursday. We go Thursday night. She walks it in on like Thursday afternoon at like one, and she's like, uh, I'm like, oh man. I'm like, I just read a bunch of reviews about how bad Venom is. And then like 10 minutes later, she's like, do I really have to go? I was like, no, like, I don't care. I'll go by myself. And she's just like, I just don't want to sit through that. Like, you just read me a bunch of bad reviews and and you want me to go still? Why are you even going? And I'm like, oh, well, I need to have something to make fun of with Ryan tomorrow. So, like, yeah, <laughs> she's the best man. Like, it's funny because
0: it's true. It's like, why are you putting yourself through a bad movie? But I know.
1: Well, that was I mean, when you, this was fun. I was looking forward to talking shit on it. all. No, now, so.
0: same. And and. There's something about a bad movie that makes you have fun with it. Like if you're if you're not super super pumped for the movie and it's not like a huge letdown, then it's fine. Because I had zero expectations going into this movie, where it it wasn't a disappointment. It's exactly what I expected it to be. A bad name here.
1: Yeah. If, if anything, it was even worse than I expected because I was like, I can't believe the decisions that they've made here. Some of them seem yeah. very weird. Like, it seems like a weird choice to do what you're doing right now. No, totally. It,
0: it, I mean, it's the same as Dark Phoenix, right? Yeah. Totally. We went Full to of, see Dark Phoenix together. We, had it, we knew it was going to be a bad movie. We knew yeah. it was the last real X-Men movie that they were going to put out. So we knew it was probably going to be a pile of shit. And we went into the theater and it was a pile of shit. And we were like, well, we had fun watching it, even though it was bad. And it's the well, same as that was movies. a pile of
1: shit as expected.
0: Yeah. It, 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 Venom 2 is on par with Dark Phoenix, where it's like, it's badly written. It's badly shot. It's, it's, yep. it's just, it's not great. There's nothing redeeming about the movie. It's not a good movie. I, um, yeah. If you enjoy a bad movie you can make fun of it and, and have that fun night out, I would recommend it. But if you're going into it going, Hey, I really like to see a great movie. I would say pass and stay home and watch the paint dry on your wall.
1: <laughs> Easy to read. Name says it's the backstory that's the issue. This Venom has no personal relationship to Spider-Man. Yeah, that's what we just said. It's true. And he also says can't wait for Venom 4 where Venom fights Toxin and another crap symbiote fight. <laughs> yeah. And he also says no, the, last and I agree. Real, yeah. the last real X-Men movie was Logan. There was never a Dark Phoenix movie. <laughs> I wish. Logan
0: was amazing, and my favorite. Logan like, was by movie, far but, yeah.
1: one of the best. Yeah. Uh, I think I still, like, I don't know why. I, I, it's funny, because even upon rewatching it, I don't really, like, I don't find X2 aged well at all. But there are a lot I of did. scenes in X2 that I really love. Like, I love that Same. White House scene with Nightcrawler. Um but yeah, there's a lot of real bad stuff in there now. But I do um, I do still think Days of Future Past hold-up. I, I really like Days of I think that's my favorite X-Men movie, but probably followed by Logan or X2 and Logan, but...
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's the end of this episode. I do too. That was a longy. We've covered everything. We had lots to say and... about Venom. <laughs> yeah, we went on for a good hour over Venom, so...
1: God, that just sucked so bad.
0: Yeah, it's a disappointment, uh, especially because of we gotten so many good superhero films in the last few years that they just missed the mark entirely. I don't understand how you put this movie out. If this was 2003, I'd say, Um,
1: eh, yeah, you know, but again, this plays like pre, this this plays like pre MCU, um, comic book movies. This
0: is, if this came out during the, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, I'd be like, well, be hey, it's a Venom movie. We got it. Yep. yep. Um, Not in
1: 2021. It's not acceptable. I agree. Not with the level that we're getting from the Disney team. And yeah. again, I know Disney one's not for everybody, so I also get that. But I have a hard time having, I would love to see somebody argue that this is a better movie than Shang-Chi. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm seeing that, but I'm saying I would yeah. love to see someone argue that.
0: So. I'd like to say somebody see somebody argue that a stroke would be better than this movie. <laughs> it's not Decent
1: uh,
0: by early two thousand yeah, standards. and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If this came out in two thousand or two thousand one, different story. Yeah. Um. All right. So again, reminder: Matt will not be on the next two episodes. I haven't figured out what I'm doing next, but um, yeah, we'll miss Matt, but he'll be back in three weeks, I guess. So
1: yeah, I guess it'll be three weeks. Yeah.
0: October 22nd right
1: yeah yes yeah
0: yeah so Matt will be back on October 22nd the next two weeks we'll figure something out for the next two episodes they'll be different they won't be probably covering anything uh, comic book related and then uh, we'll bounce back 22nd we'll do uh, what if episode the finale episode 9 and yes I don't know, whatever else we want to discuss over the next three weeks
1: I hope you guys all enjoy the final what if episode yeah I think it's going to be good.
0: You can watch it like twenty-seven times by the time we cover it. So I'm
1: yeah. gonna. Don't worry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, thanks to everybody for watching, and uh, we hope you uh, enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please uh, follow us. We can follow us at Customs by Machu and at uh, Moose Milk Media. Um, we're available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. So if you enjoy the show, uh, you can follow us on there. And get the audio only uh, format to listen on the go you can re-listen to this episode right now are you still it uploading
1: them will... on youtube
0: or no yep still on youtube right. just the exact copy of this video just goes to youtube right. um and then yeah uh our art is done by at Janie on instagram so if you uh enjoy our art please give her a follow as well and uh i'll be back next week matt will be back in three weeks so stay good buddy enjoy Peace your
1: vacation out, homie thanks
0: later bud